Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the laughter. <laughs> the heroes. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters. And the honesty. What's up, Norm? My nipples. It's freezing out there. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And today, I speak to you from just beyond the grave after recovering from an epic and entirely unplanned visit to the hospital. You're not dying. You just can't think of anything good to do. With me as always, pardon my French, but my co-host is so tight, if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass in two weeks, you'd have a diamond. It's Brad in L.A. You know, Steve, I was making pretty good money doing that, too, until DeBeer sent me that cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. Gives a whole new meaning to the phrase blood diamond. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So we just lost. How am I going to pay for college now? Yeah, we just lost about half our listeners with that stupid comment. I apologize. That's okay. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> they have. Tom Wopat. You know what's funny? <laughs> I, speaking of Tom Wopat. He's he's on TV nowadays. They're doing those commercials um, with his old buddy, uh, and they're in the uh, General Lee. Oh yeah, yeah. Are they like insurance commercials <laughs> or something? I yeah, know. yeah. For, or for Cars dot com or something like that. I, I forget which one. So yeah. clearly, if we don't remember what they were advertising, the the, the commercial was not that effective. It's a total failure. But the weird thing is, okay, so I've been sick, and we'll get to that in a minute. But. <laughs> I'm going to blame the sickness on the fact that I'm staring at him on the commercial probably for a dozen a dozen times I've seen this commercial. And I keep going, I can't remember the guy's name. It's it's, oh, the, it's not Will Jim, Pat. It's, it's John. It's who is this, Ian? And finally, when we started this podcast oh, yeah. a, mere, a mere 45 seconds ago, I'm like, Tom Wopat. It's Tom Wopat. Oh, I thought you were talking about John Schneider. No, 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 no. Tom Wopat. The one, the, the the bad stuck in his yeah. interview. Anyway, so um, so it's seared into our collective consciousness. Now it is, but I'm telling you, I've seen the commercial a dozen times and I couldn't remember the guy's name. And I'm like, who's the stiff? How much brain damage did I get if I can't remember the name of the the punchline that we've had for the last yeah. ten years? That stiff happens to be the punchline to every stuck in the '80s joke <laughs> ever told, ever. So here's this story about. So we've been off the air for a while, obviously, and. Um, the reason was um, I got I went to Mexico a few weeks ago, and I'm not blaming Mexico. Just stop right there. The reason was I went to Mexico. <laughs> I went to Mexico for work and um, to review a Club Med, <laughs> which I thought was going to be a good idea. Uh, yeah, not, it sounds pretty sweet. It, it was okay, but um, I, I, you're I, just I, a jaded travel writer. I guess maybe I am. But I got home, and about a week later, I wasn't feeling so well. And then I literally had a fever for about a week. And from what I understand, you're not supposed to go yeah. a That's week. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. So finally I go to get checked out. 
And they're like, sir, you have a 104 degree temperature. You need to go to the emergency room right now. And it turns out I had pneumonia. I heard that you were feeling ill, headache, fever, and a chill. I came to help restore your pluck because I'm the nurse who likes to... That's not fun. No. I had pneumonia, and it knocked me flat. I didn't end up in the hospital, but I was close. Yeah, well, I, I was in the hospital for four days. Yeah. Four. Your son's been absent for four, four days. Four days? I don't remember Steve being in the Nobody hospital for four me. times. Um, so I was in the hospital for four days with pneumonia, um, and then I got out, and then and then uh, I had to take another whole week off from work and, and finally went back to work last week. And so... So here we are, finally explaining our long absence. Um, I don't think we'll ever be able to use this excuse again. Well, let's uh, let's hope not. I'm, you know, just to celebrate you being back, Steve. I'm going to crack open a beer here. Are you really? You really did. Yes, I am. You know what's weird is, as a result of this whole um, brush with death, um, I haven't. I have hardly touched alcohol in the last three weeks. Oh, that's so good. Well, I'll make up for it. I'll make it up for you. <laughs> I did. I'll pick up the slack. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I've dropped twenty pounds by not drinking any alcohol. That's amazing. Twenty pounds. That's amazing. No alcohol. Why, why am I going out running all the time? I should stop <laughs> drinking. Uh, trust me. If I could go out running right now, as opposed to staying sober, I would pick the running. So but, I, I actually, I did. I did I have a half marathon next weekend, and I did a long training run this morning. And what do you think was my favorite music I listened to on my run this morning? What do you mean? You gonna give me a? I mean, just eighties music in general? Well, yeah, it was. It's kind of a guilty pleasure. You know, it's one of my guilty pleasures. Um, you mean a specific band? Yeah. It was Devo? You must have been listening. No, no, no. It was. Uh, it was songs off of Wham's first album. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I it's, you know what? It's great to run to. You don't want something that's like too. You think, oh, you want like the Rocky soundtrack and stuff like that. You'll kill yourself trying to run with that. <laughs> you know, you get all pumped up, and you know, like a mile later, like, oh, I'm gonna die. Maybe you I just want, maybe if I start running, I'll just listen to Enya. But you know, here's here's another one that's actually really good, or I like for running is uh, ABBA's Greatest Hits. I'm sorry. Hey, I know, hey, I just, hey! I'm not gonna say anything mean about. I love ABBA. I have ABBA's Greatest Hits. It's it's really good to run to. It's the tempo isn't too crazy. It's you know it's upbeat pop songs. And, anyway, and, and since we're talking during a show, and by now no one's listening anymore, I will confess that uh, the ABBA musical Mamma Mia, it's not bad. I've seen it about five times. Oh wow! Now, granted, um, I didn't like pay to see it five times. It it came through town, and I was you know working for the for the newspaper and I was the entertainment editor. So we got, I got invited to go see it a lot for free on media day. But, but that being said, I've still, I've seen it five times. Katie and I saw it in Las Vegas once and I've seen the movie a couple times. I've seen it. I've seen the version in Vegas. I saw it at Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I saw it too. Funny. (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. We had a good time. So, so we gather here today to, uh, to, to, um, to celebrate this thing called life. That's an electric word. Life. Yeah, at one point during that uh, four days in hell, I didn't think I was going to experience it ever again. So uh, I'm going to take every moment uh, and celebrate it now. But we're also going to catch up with all the news that we missed over the last couple of weeks. So let's do a little tradition we call 80s news now. What do you say? Start the machine. Marty McFly will never sip another Pepsi free. 
or take a stroll on his hoverboard. And thankfully, that whole kissing mom thing is in the books. That's because the back Give to your the mother a kiss. <laughs> That's because the Back to the Future co-writer and producer has gone on record in saying there will be no more Back to the Future sequels. What do you think about that, Brad? Fist pump. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We, we, no, we don't, just leave it. Leave yeah, it. I agree. Um, three's enough. So uh, Bob Gale, the, the co-writer, uh, told Yahoo UK recently, quote, let's face it, we've seen a lot of sequels that have been made years and years later, and I don't think I can name one that's any good, unquote. Really? Aliens? Uh, yeah. Terminator 2? <laughs> so Bob Gale hasn't seen a lot of movies, evidently. Well, you know, those are, those are kind of outliers. Okay, let's face those it. are outliers. They've done three. They've done three Back to yeah. the Future movies. That's enough. Yeah. There's, there, so, you don't need to go back to that well. We don't, there's we don't more need more stories to tell. Tell them by fan fiction. <laughs> we don't need a prequel. Can you imagine that? <laughs> oh, why? I know. I was going to say. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, he says, um, quote, people love them the way they are. We think they're really good. Let's not mess with it, unquote. If you're going to do like a special version of that, maybe you could change the point where the entire plot of the second and third movies revolves around him not like, liking being called chicken. Oh, God. Isn't that the worst? That's my one big problem with it. Oh, my gosh. That's really really annoying. You wrote yourself into a big corner there, huh? Well, and and also, (laughs) as much as I love time travel movies, I hate westerns. So when you set the entire third movie in the Old West, you automatically lose mind. You're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's what is happening, though. Uh, There is a musical version, a Broadway musical version of Back to the Future that's in the works. Um, Bob Gale will write the book. Alan Silvestri, um, who did the music for the original movie, is going to handle the music for it. And um, it is scheduled to come out originally in 2015. Now they say it won't be ready by then. So at some point in the near future, it appears that you and I are headed to Broadway. Um, That is so awesome. And we're going to take 12 lucky listeners. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Let's Just send in send in that money now, and we'll buy you your tickets. With, with all the money that we're making from this podcast, we can easily afford twelve easily. lucky listeners to come easily. with us. Twelve? Heck, we could. New York is more. a cheap town. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I know a great place down by the Port Authority. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's actually some more um, interesting Back to the Future news. They're going to start doing 30th anniversary screenings. Next year of the movie. Yeah, they are. I can't believe it's been 30 years. I know. Alan Silvestri, again, who wrote the the music for the original um, movie, he has composed an additional 15 minutes of material, and some of the screenings will feature live orchestration. That's that's incredible. You know, there aren't a whole lot of theaters you have enough room to put an orchestra in. Right, right. I mean, I don't think that the AMC uh, Cineplex down the road is going to handle that. So that's supposed to start, I think, in spring, late spring, early summer. So is that going to tour, or is it? Well, the details were pretty sketchy. Yeah. So I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they'll do like a simulcast kind of thing, like come to the theater at you know 8 o'clock on Thursday and see this uh, worldwide screening. Have you ever done one of those, by the way, when they have those like screenings of like concerts or stuff like that? Have you ever done? I have not. Katie's been to a couple, but. Yeah, and you know, I think my mom has been to a couple of the Metropolitan Opera ones. No yeah. surprise. I've never she, done that. She speaks highly of it, you know. But oh yeah. I've never done it. I've never done it. So anyway, something to look forward to for 2015. A reason to live, as I like to think of it as. Let's move along. 
Brat Pack Queen, Molly Ringwald, has been doing a lot of different stuff lately, from singing jazz to writing books. And now she's adding another gig to her resume, Steve, advice columnist. She's now writing a weekly column for the UK's Guardian. Look out, Dan Savage! So, Steve, tell me, are you interested in getting advice from Sammy Davis Baker Jr.? I'm more, I'd be more interested in feeling her up. <laughs> Can't believe my grandmother actually felt me up. She didn't say that. I feel bad. You, about you, you are such an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what I have to, God, feeling up Molly Ringwald, that would just be surreal. Um, I would read it. Sure. I'm, you I'm say court order. <laughs> yeah, I'm, there probably is one as we speak for it's even joking about it. Making its way to you now. Um, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, but I'm betting it's a lot about parenting, and I don't have kids, so I don't know how it much. It really isn't. Um, it's worth taking a look at. I think the advice is pretty good. She's pretty on point. Uh, you know, she gives some pretty good advice. There's, and and she's very aware of herself and kind of why she's even in the picture. You know, at one point she says something about you know, nope. She's talking to a mom who's complaining about how her teenage daughter is interested in all this other stuff that she's not interested in, and she's like, look, no one's a teenager forever. Except me. What about prom, Blaine? Oh, Andy, I'm having a bad day. Can we talk later? No. What about prom? Come on, why don't we just meet after school? No! What about prom? Andy, come on. Is that, I wonder what kind of burden that is, you know? Having or, teenagers or being Molly Ringwald? I mean, being thought of as a teenager forever. I don't know. I mean, you and I have talked about this, that she kind of tried to hold that off at arm's length for a long time. And it seems like either she had some epiphany or apostrophe and <laughs> you know maybe she got some new PR management that said, look, this is your thing. You need to kind of be okay with it. Seize the day, seems, carpe diem. Seems, yeah, she seems to have fish, fish bait, whatever that means. She seems to have uh, you know kind of gotten on board with it for us, which is good. So, so where can we read this column? It's online? It's online at The Guardian. Um, Just Google I it. If, I think if you search for Molly Ringwald advice column, you will find it. We'll put a link up on the Facebook page and with the show uh, post. Excellent. Let's move along. Exciting and new. Themed cruises featuring bands from the 80s aren't new, but there's a new one out there that's just been announced that will blow your mind. I speak of none other than, quote, the 80s cruise, unquote. A seven-day cruise to the Caribbean that will be hosted by original VJs Nina Blackwood, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter, and future musical performances by Huey Lewis in the News, Richard Marks... Ding. Starship. Come on. Ding, ding. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool in the gang. Modern English naked ding, eyes. Ding, ding. Wang Chung. Oh, yeah. And more. So um, we just, this is brand new news. Literally just reported about Breaking. it. The last a couple days. Um, it is in the year 2016, believe it or not. <laughs> Don't you did not hear me wrong. Of beer. <laughs> 2016. It is it is it's a done deal. It's February 28th through March 6th, 2016. It is on the Holland American Eurodam and those who um don't know much ah. about <laughs> We are moving. <laughs> the uh those who aren't familiar, those who aren't familiar with Holland, cruise lines, Holland America is 
one of the top tier ones. It's a nice boat. Yeah. Very, very good cruise line. Very uh, high end. Do they have good cheeses? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> cheeses? What kind of? I don't even know how to answer that question. Have you ever heard of Dutch Gouda? Yes, but what does that have to do with? Oh, okay. Holland America. Try and keep up here, Spearsy. You know this show moves pretty fast. I'm going to blame it on the uh, pneumonia, which is still in my okay. system, by the way. Um. Anyway, Holland America, big time, high end cruise line. The uh, here's the interesting part about it. Um, it's not just great bands. There's also the whole cruise is going to be turned into an '80s thing. Um, the TVs in each cabin will only feature 80s TV shows and 80s movies, which is cool. So kind of like your apartment. Kind of like my apartment. The, the arcades that are on the ship will only have uh, games from the 80s. T- tell me more. Now, so, now you got me interested. Galaga, Zaxxon, Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, and each night of the cruise is a theme night, including a neon beach party, an 80s prom, um, <laughs> an, an 80s movie costume party. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Remarkable. <laughs> go to my blog or go to Facebook to, to hear more about it. Um, it. It leaves out of Fort Lauderdale. It goes to Turks and Caicos, Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands, Bahamas. Um, there are payment plans available for it. Um, the rates are they're not it's not the cheapest cruise in the world right now from what I can deduce the rates start at about seventeen hundred dollars per person uh, but um, I am so send in those pledges now yeah. so your hosts can go have a vacation but here's the really cool part so I wrote this up on Friday over the weekend I got email from the organizers of the cruise the the actual company organizing this cruise contacted me saying hey Stuck in the 80s, we were, we were going to reach out to you next. You nice. know, we, we want you to be a part of this cruise. So there's a good chance that you know this will become an official Stuck in the 80s. This might be like our, our big trip. I'm sure it will be the, our big trip for the year since oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't doing two. So, um, so stay yeah. tuned. Um, I'm supposed to talk to the cruise organizers tomorrow, and hopefully I'll have more information real soon about – um, you know, may, could there be a discount for stuck in these people? I don't know, but um, I can tell you already. I've gotten a half dozen emails um, from stuck in the '80s friends, one of which has already booked the cruise. Wow. Someone has already booked it. Well, that's uh, that's quick out of the gate. Good for I that. know, I know. So technically speaking, this isn't even supposed to be announced until November fifth, and it's supposed to be. It's part of a partnership with um, Sirius XM Radio and the Big Eighties on Eight. But um, I have high hopes for this, and um, if I'm going to make it, I'm going to try everything I can do to make sure that Brad and I are on board. I'm it, down, bro. It might involve uh, bribing your wife. Well, you know, we'll, you know <laughs> nego- we'll enter into the negotiations on that one early. I can't even imagine trying to plan my life for 2016. Yeah, it's a long way out, so it it's kind of theoreticals at this point. But, yeah, uh, it's just it's impossible for me to even like put it in my brain at this point so well, anyway it'll be about halfway through my kids junior year in high school oh, yeah the mind boggles yeah it's bizarre bizarre so it'll be and it falls on my 67th birthday too so that's even even more awkward you know the only thing more awkward than that news item the, the seggies what's happening hot stuff ah by the sound of the gong it must be time for mystery movie moment 
Um, you know the shtick here. We're going to play a clip from a movie from the 80s, and if you can get it right, you will be entered into a drawing to get a free Stuck in the 80s bottle opener, correct? Which you could use to open, say, a bottle of Fat Tire. Mm, delicious. Fat Tire is real popular right now, isn't it? It is. It's good beer. I haven't had it. Never tried it. Uh, it's a nice, yeah, I like it. It's Belgian, right? It is. Uh, well, it's brewed by the new Belgian brewery, but it's an amber ale. Okay. So. Well, whatever. I'm not going to drink it anytime soon. Okay. Not, it's not on my dietetic plan. No beer for you, spirits. Yeah, stick I know. To, stick to the hard stuff. I know. It's better for me. Trust me. Uh, pay attention. Here's the clip from our last show. As the Secretary General of the United Nations, an organization of 147 member states who represent almost all of the human inhabitants of the planet Earth, I send greetings. Yes, that's Starman, and the voice you're hearing is Jeff Bridges. Oh, wow. I love that movie. When was the last time you saw it? I probably haven't seen it since the 80s. I mean, oh, it was really? on cable every 20 minutes in the 80s, then, yeah, 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 but I mean, but I haven't seen it since then. They never show it on TV anymore. I wonder if Jeff Bridges just bought it out, like, enough. No, uh, can you do that? I, I don't know. You buy the rights to something, sure. No, he wouldn't do that. I, I'm sure it's it would be It would be more expensive than... It, it wouldn't make sense. It's probably just one of those movies that, that everybody figures nobody wants to see it anymore. Right. Uh, maybe it's on... Uh, maybe it's on it's one of the streaming services. Yeah, maybe we'll check. Let's check right now. Yeah, let me uh, look. Do, 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 do. What's, what's the name? It's can, can I, I stream dot it. Dot can I stream. Already there. Don't uh, type it in wrong. You might get a porn site. Starman. And the answer is... Apparently is... It is available on Netflix streaming right now. Wow! I may have to do that tonight. So go watch it. Yeah, you know, Just screw this podcast. The rest of the podcast. Yeah, I don't Starman. <laughs> this show is over. Okay, go ahead and read some of the winners. Oh my goodness, I've I kind of forgotten how to do this. It's been so long. Let's see, winners, 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 winners include Dave, class of nineteen eighty four, Sadio, Shazam from St. Louis, Ed Nelson, and Va Va Boom, Julie Nelson. Pinhead, Dawn in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Kevin Serving Wench, Scott in New Hampshire, Tom from the southeast side of Austria, and Christian in Duluth. Pay attention. Here's our clip for this show. Charlie, are you telling me that we're not going to get a room because you're saving money for Christmas presents in the middle of June? If you know it, email us at SIT80s at gmail.com or steven in the 80s or brad in the 80s at gmail.com and tune in next week to find out if you're a wiener. Ah, the miscore frame of name that 80s tune. Again, very easy to understand. We'll play a clip of a song from the 80s if you get it right. Again, you're entered into the drawing for the battle opener. We have one winner per show. Pay attention. Here's our clip from the last show. Yes, that's For Those About to Rock by ACDC. Have you ever seen ACDC in concert, Brad? I have not. I saw them on this tour. This was You're the. You're kidding me. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was um, 1982. I want to say 
Uh, I can't remember what time of year it was. I remember I bought this the T-shirt from it, and it had it's the one with the uh, guitar coming out of uh, the stomach of the guitar player. It's really fun. Nice. The, my dad drove us to the me and my friends over to the concert. Okay. Yeah, because you're in '82. You're like, oh, yeah, I can't drive. ride. It's the Lakeland Civic Center, which which at that point was the only concert venue uh, in Central Florida of any did, size. Did they take you in the white van with no windows? Yes, yes. <laughs> Me and my friends, and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. So we're all no disrespect to your father, but I'm really having a good time picturing a middle aged man sitting in a white windowless van in the parking lot of the concert while all these people rocking by. I don't know if it was actually a white van, but it was windowless for sure. Okay. Um. But he wasn't in the concert. He wasn't in the parking lot during the uh, show. So he dropped okay. us off. And my uncle, his brother, lives in Lakeland. So he went. Oh, and okay. Chilled out with him. Now, I was at the concert and I was, um, as was kind of the custom back in the early 80s in at rock the concerts, there might have been a certain amount of uh, marijuana being passed Bot- about. Botanical, botanicals yes. being uh, consumed. And, um, as as a god, was I fourteen years old? Maybe at the time. Let's just say I I partook. You might have got a little uh, bump from the atmosphere. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I deliberately. I because mean, back then you literally did. I mean, it was like yeah, they're handing it around. They handed it around. If if you yeah. didn't take it, you were you're a narc. So what are you, some kind of square? Kid? Plus, plus, I mean, I was I was a real scumbag. Take off uh, your skirt and take a hit, son. I was a real scumbag, metalhead kind of jerk back at that age. Anyway. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. And so I was a ne'er do well, as 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 we like to say nowadays. As is such the the, the lingo of today's kids. Um, I can honestly say I've <laughs> never heard my kids say that, but okay, maybe they do it a little <laughs> different in Florida. Yes, we prefer the old English here. Um, <laughs> I say, <laughs> you that's ne- cracking. That's cracking, you ne'er do well. Um, so when we got back in the van at the end of the night, my dad goes, <laughs> "How was the concert?" And I was like, "Oh man, it was f-ing great." <laughs> <laughs> that's and, awesome. And that's my, just awesome. My old man, to his credit, okay. my old man, to his credit, did not uh, did not say anything. He was just kind of like I, he probably actually gave me a. A virtual high five. I mean, he was, well, a, he was a good yeah. guy. Hard to imagine, but our parents were also teenagers once. Yeah, yeah. So you know, here's to you, Papa Spears. And uh, thank you for letting me get away with that one <laughs> in front of my friends. <laughs> uh, read some of the winners, Brad. Winners this week include Jeff Souls from Fort McMurray, Alberta, which is in Canada, in case you were wondering. Ranger Steve, Brian in Kansas City, Mark Wilson, Colin Hayes, Jason Bijak, Kurt, a.k.a. Nick Goose Bradshaw, Rock the Good Ag, Rob the Casbah Stroh. Now, let me just pause right here. That's Rob, that is a much better nickname than whatever it was we gave you. I'm sorry. We Stro- failed you. We did Strowman, Strowman. Didn't yeah. We? Rob the Casbah. That just, that just works. It works. It works. It works. Three cheers and a tiger for you, sir. Continuing. Eric and Alpharetta, Georgia. Anonymous Dave. I like that one. Kurt Torster. John and Phoenix. John and Phoenix. General Boy's long lost nephew, Gabriel Daigle. Duty now, Gabriel. Jeff and Chester. Robert Jordan. Captain Pittsburgh. Kim Engler in Iowa. Paul from Return to the 80s. And Craig from Cape Town. Hey, let's spin the Wheel of Fortune and see who won the bottle opener. 
And the winner is... It is... It's uh, Ed Nelson and Va Va Voom Julie Nelson. Woohoo! Excellent. Hey, uh, Ed, send us your uh, mailing address and we will send you a bottle opener. Uh, in the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip. If you know it, email us. You know the email addresses by now. Don't make me say them again. And tune in next week to find out if you are a wiener. Ah, please, please tell me now. The long lost forgotten Seggy. Actually, it's, not been quite as, it's, not as, it's not as long lost and forgotten as, say, historical, hysterical happenings. I know. Historical, hysterical hysterectomies. What are the ones that we've not done in a long time? Oh, what makes Spearsy cry? What makes Spearsy cry? And stuck in, stuck in the 80s kind of petered out, too. And uh, Oz in the 80s. I just need to get David Featherston on the, on the line because, uh, you know, he, it's his Seggy, but there's a 13-hour time difference, I think, between uh, here and there, and it makes it a real... Yeah, that's a tough one. You guys are literally on opposite sides of yeah. the planet. Either he's asleep when he's doing it or I'm asleep when we're doing it. So it's going to be tough. Maybe you could do it by mail. <laughs> mail. <laughs> mail. <laughs> Jesus. So this week's question comes from Ryan LaHue. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Ryan LaHue. LaHue? for me. Yeah, sure, LaHue. And he says, uh, hello, gents, or ne'er-do-wells. Must be from Florida. <laughs> I recently came up with an idea, and I would love your input on how to make it better, or tell me if you think it's completely ridiculous. Beginning on January 1st, 2015, I'm going to live through the pop culture as it happened in a single year. For instance, if I chose 1985, I would only watch movies that came out before 1985, and then every weekend I would choose a new movie that came out that weekend and watch it. The only music I would listen to would be pre-1985, and then each week I could listen to, quote-unquote, new albums that came out on that specific Tuesday. Hmm. I would only watch television shows that were on the air that year and watch them as chronologically as possible. And I would do sports events that way as well, including the Super Bowl, Final Four, etc. Interesting. Hmm. I would love your input as to how cool slash stupid this idea is. I I did not mean to emphasize the word stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and I thought to start with 1985 because it's the year I was born. Wait, stop right there. It was the year he was born? Born, which would make him what? He's 12 years old now? Yeah, maybe 14. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought to start with 1985 because it's the year I was born oh. and also a mathematically satisfying 30 years. Wait, so I guess that means he's 30. It's fun to say mathematically satisfying, by the way. That is a that's a, a well-turned phrase, a, Ryan. If I ever got a tattoo, it might, it might say those two words. Mathematically satisfying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I don't want to know where you're putting that. I know here. exactly where I'm putting it. Oh, my God. That's brilliant. That might be the best idea we've come up with in this podcast. This, this is even a better idea than the 80s cruise. This is, a, is that a better idea than feeding mayonnaise to live tuna fish? I don't know, but call Starkist. Um, <laughs> anyway, he, conti- he finishes up. If you did this... What year would you want to uh, relive? <laughs> with tired spirit, <laughs> with untired spirits and formal constance, constancy. That's what the man said, Ryan LaHue. Well, let me, I know. Let first, me start. first of all, let me say. Go ahead, you first. 
Brian LeHue would definitely say the phrase ne'er do wells. I, I think you're right. Formal constancy. Okay, go ahead, uh, Brad. What do you so think? Uh, let me just say, look, just because an idea is an idea can be both good and ridiculous. That's those are the best ideas, and the idea can be both cool and stupid. See also Devo. Um, but I love this idea. I think this is great. There are a few things that I think are maybe unnecessary, like the sports thing. I would do away with that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but uh, the, I love the idea of just listening to music as it comes out, like kind of, and and the TV show thing too. And if you are going to do this, Ryan, I have but one simple request. I only, you know, I ask for so little. I want one little thing. You have to blog this. Oh yeah, definitely. It has to be a blog. Hell, I would even publish the blog on my blog if you did it. Well, that's because you're a whore for content. Well, I am a whore for content. But that's am what I supposed to say that out loud? <laughs> that's what makes me so mathematically satisfying. Oh, I think we have a I'm, new catchphrase. Oh I'm stuck in the I want 80s. That on, I want that on a shirt, please. Stuck in the 80s. Mathematically, mathematically satisfying. satisfying. Oh, my God. Anyway, so yes. I think it's a good idea. I, th- I agree with Brad. I don't think you need to do the sports. I mean – that's only a couple of hours out of the year. I think you can blow Yeah, I, I think you could skip that. If you um, want to, hey, it's your, it's your year. Let me see. Other than that, I think the TV show thing might be a little bit difficult to do. The The movies and the music, that's totally doable. That's a no-brainer, yeah. yeah. What year? And I think 1985 is a good year. If, if you were going to do this, Brad, what year would you pick? You know, it's funny. I've been thinking about this probably more than I should. Um, and as a completist, you know, I hate to leave stones unturned. I would probably want to start with 1980 and work my way through the decade and do it for like the next 10 years. Now, the reality is I'm not going to do that. So if I have to pick one, um, I wouldn't go any later than 1985. Uh, and yeah. 1985 might be an interesting choice just because, as you, the listeners, know, Steve and I are both 107 years old. So next year is our 70th high school reunion. No, 90th high school reunion. <laughs> so we, we have a we have a 30th reunion coming up. So there's going to be a lot of the kind of 30thness. Is that a word? It is now. It is now in the kind of in the air in the next year. Or so I I I see. My temptation is to pick 1985 as well because you have Live Aid. Yeah. Um, during that. So that's that would be an interesting thing because you could totally buy the DVD set. You could crack out the DVD. You don't own yeah. them. I own them. Okay. I'm yeah sitting out there on my. Uh, you you told me not to buy them, and so I did. <laughs> I have it. They're sitting right next to my television set. The um, but I like your idea going back to 1980 because if for no other reason than 1980 would be a little bit more like uncovered ground. Yeah, yeah. Like we know the music and movies of '85 so well. Yeah, like oh, okay, here we go again. You know, ah, Breakfast Club. Ah, you know, Weird Science, whatever. Yeah. Um, whereas you 19- might discover, you might unturn some things. Yeah, that, yeah. 1980 would be interesting from a, from a TV standpoint because you still have all that heavy 70s influence. Yeah. Wow. Um, we should Mash we would still be on this. TV. Yeah. Happy Days would still be on TV. Uh, Laverne and Shirley. Um, I mean, I think I would focus on the music and the movies, but the music especially would be. What yeah, would the music be. of 1980. I'm trying to think off the top of my head of a you know great albums of 1980, but um, it's it's know. an interesting idea. I like it a lot. I mean, the dedication to do it for a full year. I mean, that's just mind bending. But uh, seriously, yeah, I, Ryan, I salute you, Ryan. That's yeah, a great yeah. Idea. If you want to do it, you want to blog. 
if you want to blog about it, um, definitely get in touch with me, and I'll, I will figure out some way to make that happen. Or even if you do it on your own blog, I'll link to it. I promise. Anyway, um, we love your questions. Please keep them coming. Um, send them to sit80s at gmail.com. But remember to put PPTMN in the subject line. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Munch a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of free toast corn chips go with lunch. Nothing gives your old lunch new life like Fritos brand corn chips. So munchy, so full of good corn taste. Fritos corn chips make lunch much better. And we're back. We have just a few minutes left. And I got to say, um, we've been getting some pretty interesting time machine emails lately. Remember a couple episodes ago, we, we kept asking people, hey, send us in your reasons that if a time machine existed, what's your uh, argument for wanting a seat on it? And what injustice in life would you want to go back and fix? Or create. <laughs> create. I'm telling you right now, nobody's going to go create an injustice. You're only well, I mean, one, <clears throat> one man's justice is another man's injustice. Yeah. You steal someone's girlfriend and they're unhappy. God damn, that's too much perspective. Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we've gotten some good emails. And what we're aiming for now is to do a whole episode based on the, called the Time – what's he called? The Time Machine Podcast? Time Machine. Yeah, I, I want to do a whole spin-off podcast, but I don't think there's probably enough material for Brad, that. Brad has already actually come up with the theme music for this podcast. Oh, it's it is, hilarious. It so stupidly funny. It's hilarious. It's hilariously stupid. It's fantastic. I mean that with all the love in the world. You know uh, that. I, I, I accept that as is offered. It's just – it's fun. It's funny. So um, – so please send us your emails of something that happened to you in the past, you know, preferably the 80s, but it doesn't have to be. I want something that's been tormenting you for 30 years. That's stuff that's taken you to the therapist, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> stuff that has fractured your soul straight down the middle. Yeah, you know, so we can make fun of you about it. That's no, no, really we're going to help you through it. <laughs> We've gotten some really tormented emails. Yeah, we, we really have. We There's really one have. that will literally take us a half hour to read. Yeah. That, yeah. And uh, at the very end, you'll be crying in pain, which is what we want. Yeah. <laughs> we well, want. It's, it's, it's cathartic. Yeah, it is. It's a release. So, uh, and we will try to give you our best advice. Um, God knows I've been to a therapist enough times to, to pretty much know all the lines by now. Well, and as a Californian, I'm required to occasionally go to therapy. And yeah. Frankly, thanks. it's been the best money I've ever spent. Yes. Anyway, you know the email address by now. Please send us those. We'll have those for a future episode. In the meantime, if you're interested in going on this 80s cruise, um, drop us a line via email so I can sort of keep you updated on any developments in this. And I'm sort of kind of keeping track of everybody, and so when I when I hear some news on it, I'll be sh- I'll be sure to pass it out to everybody. Um, it's it's over a year away, so plenty of time to save up your money. Uh, in the meantime, Bradley, good show. Thank you, Stephen. I agree with you on that matter. <laughs> yes. And now it's is it mathematically possible? What was it? What? Oh my God! Mathematically I, I, satisfying. I think we should wrap this show up in a mathematically satisfying time. So yeah. do your magic, Spearcy. <laughs> Along with Brad, myself, and uh, everyone who will be going on that lovely cruise, we remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s. It's love.
Stuck in the 80s is a Class of 85 production. Whoa.